Luke chapter number 12 this evening, Luke chapter number 12, and we look forward to what the Lord has for us this evening. While you're turning there, uh, let me remind you, of course, Wednesday night Bible study, uh, next Sunday morning, Sunday school. Uh, of course, the breakfast fellowship is at 9 uh, a.m. in the tent, and then Sunday school at 9.30, we'll be continuing in our series on stewardship, and I trust that that Sunday school series has been a help to you. And then Sunday morning, I'll be preaching from John 6 once again, the five loaves and the two fish. I know that we'll have at least one more message uh, from that series. Uh, probably uh, it will go beyond one, but I know for certain we'll have one uh, next Sunday morning. And so we'll look forward to seeing how the Lord blesses uh, in, 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 in the next week. Luke chapter number 12, uh, I'm going to begin reading with verse number 35. And I'm going to read down through verse number 40. And I want to make a very practical application to the scripture this evening. Uh, and trust that the scripture will serve as a, a reminder, but also a challenge to us. And so we'll look at Luke chapter number 12 and verse number 35. We begin reading, Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. And ye yourselves, like unto men that wait for their Lord when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet, and will come forth and serve them. And if he shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find him so blessed are those servants. In this know that if the goodman of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered his house to be broken through. Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when ye think not. What a great reminder that Jesus is coming again. And uh, we don't know when that hour is, only the Father knows when that is, but Jesus is coming again. The trumpet is going to sound, and uh, we are not in the tribulation. Uh, as bad as things seem, this is, read Revelation, this is not the tribulation. Uh, the church will be raptured out. And I'm looking forward uh, to that taking place. You'll notice in this passage of Scripture, there's a great challenge to watch, to be on alert, to be looking for. And Jesus is reminding us, as he reminded his disciples then, they need to be ready, uh, for, for, ready for the future. And he knows that he's going to leave them, and they are going to, in their life, need to watch. Now, I trust that the Lord is going to come back in my lifetime. I think every Christian since this time has believed that. And I think we should look for the Lord's return. I believe prophetically so many things have taken place. Uh, it would not be shocking except for those who are unprepared if the Lord returned. But I, whether or not the, the trumpet sounds before he calls me home, I have a command to be watching. I have a command to be uh, looking for his return. I want to be very practical in the message tonight. I want us to look at verse number 38. Verse 37, he mentions that they should be found watching when the Lord returns. But in verse 38, and if he shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. What servants are blessed? Those that are watching in the second watch those that are watching in the third watch. The first watch is not mentioned, but the second watch and the third watch 
is mentioned. I'll explain in just a few moments what those watches are. Tonight I want to speak on this subject. Be more than a first watch Christian. Be more than a first watch Christian. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, I pray that you would help us this evening. I pray that you would use your word. May the Spirit of God help us tonight. Uh, may the Spirit of God help me as I preach this evening. I'm weary of mind, weary of body. But Father, I pray that your word would be helpful to your church. May we be reminded of some things that are very important. Uh, may we be willing to go the extra mile uh, to please you, to be faithful. Bless your word this evening, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. To be watching, to be on that watch, uh, those that served on watch, they were uh, like a sentry or a guard, and they were looking for what would be a threat, is he mentions the uh, be on alert, because if a good man had known, he'd have been prepared. Uh, this is a parallel scripture with uh, referring to Christ's return as a thief in the night. So to be on that watch, looking and, and, and waiting. The second and the third watch are mentioned. Of course, if there's a second and third watch, there's a first watch. Well, that first watch is, was from about sundown until about four hours after sundown. The second watch would begin around 10 p.m. and go till about 2 a.m. The third watch would go about 2 a.m. to sunrise. Now, if you are having to serve in that capacity as a sentry or a guard, uh, you want the first watch. That's the easiest watch. That's the watch where you're most awake, where you have your energy. That's sundown till about 10 p.m. Then you get the second watch from about 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. This is when it gets really dark. This is when your mind begins to tell you that you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. You ought to be sleeping. And uh, some of you that still work nights, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I can think back to uh, right out of high school and even part of my time through college, I worked third shift and and uh, certainly those first hours were, were, were fine, but then you get into that time period after midnight, it gets in those early hours, and uh, then you need that boost to get you to sunrise. And then that third watch is 2 a.m. to sunrise. And that can be a weary time. That can be a time where we relax our vigilance, our guard. But interestingly, the first watch we know and we can come to the conclusion, is the easiest watch. We're already up. We're already awake. The sun is just setting. We have, our, have some energy still. Uh, we have some strength still. Then comes the second watch. And then comes the third watch. A couple of practical things for us to think of as we look at our scripture tonight. We're told that blessed is the one who's found watching in the second watch and the third watch. Could it be, and I think the answer is yes, that is because that some would fall asleep in that second watch. Some would fall asleep in the third watch. It would be easier to fall asleep in the second watch and the third watch than it is in the first watch. 
it would be easier to neglect and think, well, there's nothing going on. There's nobody else out. It's the middle of the night. Uh, I, don't, I don't sense a threat. I don't see a threat. And so we were re- your guard is relaxed to the point where you could e- easy, easily doze off in the second and third watch. That's why the scripture says that blessed is the one who's found watching in the second watch and the third watch. It does not say in the first watch because the first watch is just a given. It's just an assumed. <clears throat> but it's more difficult in that second watch. It's more difficult in that third watch. And a couple of observations before we get into the outline tonight. The more difficult it is, uh, the, the, the further you get into that watch, the, the more weary the body is, the more you get into that watch. See, let's make an application tonight, and certainly as, as we understand what the first watch and the second watch and the third watch is practically as the, the Lord is teaching us here, it's easy to understand that the further you get into the night, the more difficult it is to be alert, to be awake. The further along you get, waiting for that sun to come up, the more difficult it is. That's why you want the first watch. That's why it's a given for you to be awake and alert in the first watch because it's easier to be alert than it is in the second and the third watch. But making a practical application tonight, I I have found that many are first watch Christians. They're watching as long as it's easy. They're alert as long as there's no adversity, no testing, and no difficulty. It's the watch that everybody wants. It's the milk and honey Christianity. It's that which you find in the promised land, but not in the wilderness. They're excited about serving the Lord as long as it's first watch circumstances. As long as it is easier than other times. And they're what we could call, they're, they're called the ease at Zion Christians. They, they won't know weariness. They won't know no, 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 no fatigue in the body. They, they, they want everything to be just simple enough so that they can stay awake, so that they can fulfill what it is at, at ease. And after all, I want the first watch because it's the easiest watch. But you get further into the night, it's a little more difficult to be faithful. It's a little more difficult to be vigilant. The further we get into from first watch to second watch, the wearier the body is, the more fatigue we show, the more miles we have behind us. And if we were to use the first watch and the second watch and the third watch as our Christian life, when we first get started, there's some. it's a little bit easier. Perhaps we're younger at that time. Perhaps we have not yet entered into spiritual warfare. Let me remind you this evening that the more you do for God, the more you're going to get the attention of the enemy, the adversary, who's going to do everything he can to stop you, to defeat you, to keep you from doing anything for the cause of Christ. It gets more difficult into the second watch. It gets more difficult into the third watch. I would say we all know some who are great first watch Christians. In the first watch, they were at everything. In the first watch, they they participated in whatever the church was doing. In the first watch, they were part of ministry. They were part of uh, of victories with the church. But then it gets later into the night, and they found it more difficult to be faithful. 
The testing would come. My character must keep me vigilant. My walk must keep me vigilant. The things that I know that I'm supposed to do, I need to do them even when nobody else is watching. It's just up to me to watch guard, to be vigilant. And it gets more difficult in that second watch. Then it gets more difficult in that third watch and how sad it is for a Christian to serve faithfully in that first watch and even faithfully in that second watch. But before the sun comes up, they have fallen asleep when it comes to their Christian life. Or before that sun comes up, before they get to the end of the life that God has given them, they have proven to be unfaithful. They have proven to be uh, 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 not worthy of the Lord by way of the testing and giving in to the testing that he provides. Those who have been in a situation like I've described, having to work or even serve as a sentry uh, on guard duty in that second watch and that third watch, you understand very well that it is a more difficult time. It is a time where you have to be vigilant. You have to watch. And you and I, as a child of God, when it comes to our Christian life, you and I, when you get in that second watch, we need to understand it's not a time to relax because the sun is down. It's not a time to relax because it's gotten quiet. It's not a time to relax because it seems like it's not busy. It is a time to be vigilant because our enemy is always trying to defeat us. And what we need in our world today is we need some who say, I want to be more than a first watch Christian. You ever ask yourself the question, why don't Christians finish? Well, the Christian life's not easy. If you're here tonight and you decide you're going to try this serving God because it's easy, it's better I let you know now. It's not easy. There's a lot of first watch Christians, and I praise the Lord for first watch Christians. I praise the Lord for what they accomplished for Christ. I praise the Lord for, the, for, for what they're able to do uh, for Him. But I want to be more than a first watch Christian. I want to be faithful in the second watch, in the third watch. See, someone has to take that second watch. I imagine, I've never been in this situation. Many of you have served in the military, and I don't think they allow you to volunteer. But if you were able to volunteer... I imagine most, if not all, would say, I'll take the first watch. But somebody's got to be willing to take the second watch. Somebody's got to be willing to take the third watch. And what I mean by that is, if I can use the term, that surface Christianity, that, that easy Christianity, that, and God can still get glory from the first watch, and, and God does get glory from the first watch, but there's got to be somebody that says that, uh, it, not just in relation to the message tonight, if somebody says that I'll give up some time in the middle of the night to engage in prayer. I'll sacrifice a little more as a second watch Christian. I'll go a little further as a third watch Christian. I think you know me well enough to know that my desire is to finish what I start. And I'm Thankful for all who start, because there's a lot that don't even get started. But I trust tonight that it'll be your desire to finish what you start. It's great that you're serving God now. 
I praise the Lord for what God is doing with you and through you and us as a church. But let's finish it all the way to the end. Let's go all the way and let's decide that that we're all going to faithfully serve the Lord. Well, that second watch is difficult. And if we want to do for Christ what we are setting out to do, there is a price to pay. There is testing that has to take place because that is second watch Christianity and third watch Christianity. And when the Lord returns, I want to be on watch. I want to be vigilant. I want to be awake. I want to be doing what it is that I'm supposed to do. Let me mention a few things that are necessary in order for us to be a first watch Christian. This will be very simple and practical. Number one, endurance. Endurance. I've already mentioned it, and I think we all know this to be true. The Christian life is not an easy life. It's a blessed life. It's a good life. I wouldn't trade the Christian life for any life. Well, Pastor, there's, there, you just said it's not easy. And yes, there are trials. There are testings. But I'd certainly rather have that than the scars of this world. I'd certainly rather have that than the regrets that come with unfaithfulness. But if you and I are going to be more than a first watch Christian, endurance is important. That's why it's important for you and I to build up our faith. Quite frankly, and I love every member of the Emmanuel Baptist Church. I love many who are not even members of the Emmanuel Baptist Church. But we need more than just first watch Christians. You need Sunday school. You need Sunday morning church. You need Sunday night church. You need Wednesday night Bible study. You need to read your Bible every single day. You need to spend time in prayer. You need to listen to the right kind of things that encourage you to serve the Lord. That is building yourself up. You say, well, I'm doing okay today. I'm surviving on on, on the Bible that I'm getting today. I've heard enough, and after all, this is, and I want all the young people to listen to me and the young adults This is what I think gets a lot of these second and third generation Christians. And by the way, it's not because the church is broken. It's not because this Bible is not true. It's not because uh, things have changed. It's not because of, of, of strong leadership. It is because we've got a lot of first watch Christians. They never understand or they don't grasp. I've got to build myself up. I've got to build myself up. There's more to it than my pastor being right for me. There's more to it than my mom and dad being a good Christian. Christian, I've got to have a relationship with God. I've got to have a walk with God. I've got to decide what I believe. And a lot are falling by the wayside because they're simply first watch Christians and they are not building themselves up to go the second watch, to go the third watch. And by the way, if God, as a young man, a young lady, if God puts testing in your life, and God allows hardship to come into your life, not only will He help you get through it, you got to thank God that He cares enough about you to build up your endurance. Sometimes we look, why did God allow this? He's got something planned for you. He's got something prepared for you. And if you're trusting through that trial, it'll build you up. It, 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 there, there is, I, I, I stand in amazement at my God for a lot of reasons. 
There are things I've been through in my life and things that I face now. It's like, uh, okay, aren't you, aren't, you, aren't you nervous about them? No, because I've built up some endurance. Because I know what it's like to bury a child at 26 years of age. And there's some who can't even, they can't even put down their video games long enough. I know what it's like to face adversity. And, and I'm, not warning, I'm not warning a pat on the back for that. That's not my point. My point is you've got to build up some endurance. And too many Christians, when a trial comes and a difficulty comes, they turn aside and say, oh, I guess this Christian life thing isn't what I was promised and, and I was sold something different than what it is. Oh, no, friend. God wants you to be more than a first watch Christian. But in order to do so, you've got to build yourself up. You've got to have some endurance. I look around the building tonight, and I mention it often. You, you, those of you that have been around, I don't, want, I don't want to say since like Noah, but almost, you know, uh, at least since the Mayflower. But, you know, you've been around and members of this church serving the Lord. You're, you've been faithful because you endured. You trusted the Lord. You put into practice what you read in that book. When you didn't know what to do, you look to the one who controls all things. And it's endurance. It's endurance. That's why I learned to trust God in the little things. Because a time will come when you'll need him in the bigger things. If you're going to be more than a first watch Christian. And, and, and by the way, this church is more than a first watch church. It's more than a first watch church. Uh, the Lord has proven this church. This is a second watch church. This is a third watch church. This is a church that I hope, and we've shown in the past, but I hope we continue to say we want to please the Lord. We want to be serving Him faithfully if He were to return tonight. But if, I'm, if we're going to be more than a first watch Christian, we need endurance, but we also need, number two, we need courage. How many times in Scripture, and I... Certainly in the book of Joshua, and I brought this out in our series of Sunday School Lessons on Deuteronomy, and also in, in, in the last book that I gave you, I brought out how many times in Scripture it is said to be strong and of good courage. Strength and courage go together. To be a first watch Christian is a lot easier, obviously, than to be a second and third watch Christian. See, a first watch Christian is, is faithful in a pro-God environment. They come to the house of God. He didn't encourage them to come to church. And for the most part, everybody's on the same page. Oh, it's encouraging to be around your brothers and sisters in Christ, to hear those hymns sung, sing those hymns, hear the preaching of the Word of God, fellowship. It's a wonderful thing. But do you have courage to be a Christian when the environment is not that? That's the difference in a first watch Christian and a second watch Christian. Is courage to be strong? Do you have the courage to be more than a first watch Christian? A first watch Christian. And first watch Christianity is taking a stand when nobody knows about it. And that's good. 
You should take a stand. But second and third watch Christian is taking a stand when everybody knows about it. First watch Christianity is taking a stand when others are applauding you. And aren't you thankful, young people, that you got mom and dad that applaud you for doing right and encourage you to do right? Part of my joy as a pastor is to cheer you on to do what's right and enjoy the blessings of God. And, and you've got somebody praying for you. and You've got somebody supporting you. And you've got somebody who wants to see what God will do with your life. But quite frankly, that's first watch Christianity. When you take a stand, you do right when everybody's cheering for you. Second and third watch Christianity is when you draw a line on the Word of God and you plant your two feet there when everybody's telling you not to stand there. Everybody's telling you not to take that stand. And quite frankly, we need more of that in our world today, second and third watch Christianity. But it takes courage. Number three, it's a realization of our duty. My loyalty to God must be stronger than the battle I face. My loyalty to God must be stronger than the fear I possess. We live in a day when duty and loyalty have been turned into negative things. And it's done by people who shirk their duty and are disloyal. That's, there's a reason why. Quite frankly, we need some loyal Christians. Loyal, here's a simple question for all of us to answer. Who are you more loyal to? The Savior who died for you? Paid your sin debt? Or this world? Where's your loyalty lie? See, if you're going to go beyond first watch Christianity, which is pretty simple, it's pretty easy. Matter of fact, you've got people in that first watch, you've got people calling you to make sure you're in church, coming by to pick you up and encourage you. Along. That's first watch Christianity. Praise the Lord for it. But that second watch and that third watch is when things aren't going well, you say, I'm still going to be loyal to my Savior. I'm going to be loyal to this book. Hey, you know, this is, this is the best, the, the Bible is the best-selling book of all time. But don't let that fool you. This book has enemies. People don't, people, this is not popular to say that I believe this Bible is the preserved, inspired, perfect, infallible Word of God. Now, it might be popular in this room, or the Preacher's Delight Conference is coming, you say, King James Bible is the perfect Word of God, boy, you get amens. But get outside of that environment. Is the Bible perfect or not? Well, I'm loyal to this book. Pastor, I've, I've known these people forever, and, and, and this is just, just one of this, these situations. This might help you. I've used this illustration before. It helps me. This is what I do. If you died and paid for my sins, you get my loyalty. If you didn't, you fall somewhere under that. 
Jesus died and paid for my sins. He gets my loyalty above everyone and everything. He is at the top. And what happens, this world says, choose. Friend, I don't want to just be a first watch Christian. I don't want to just be, well, he had a good run. He had his time. I want to be faithful in the second watch, in the third watch. And when that sun comes up and the master comes, I want to still be faithfully serving. Why? Because in the weary hours, when, the, when your eyelids get heavy and your body gets weak, a sense of loyalty ought, ought to bring us to the fact that I have a Savior who died for me. I have a Savior who paid my sin debt. I, he's worthy of my service. I'm loyal to Him. I'll stay watching in that second hour. I'll stay watching in that third hour because my duty demands it. Uh, Dad, take care of your home. Have them in a Bible-preaching church and keep them there because it's your duty to do it. Young people, you need to hear this from time to time. It's your responsibility, not just mom and dad's, to be loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, you can't be loyal to him if you're disloyal to his word. And, And against the narrative of the day, he does have a church. He still does have a man of God. He still does have a work that we should be faithful to. Number four, and finally, if we're going to be more than a first watch Christian, we must be focused. That takes us back to that word watch and watching. I don't, I used, I mentioned that when I was much younger, working that third shift. And there was parts of the third shift I enjoyed. I didn't enjoy going to class for four hours after I got off of third shift. But where I worked, it was a little more laid back, third shift. Uh, It was certainly cooler. That's a bonus, third shift. Uh, There were times a little more relaxed, third shift. You get to that first watch, you get in that second watch, you get into that third watch. It was very important that you stayed focused. It's important that you keep your eyes on what it is that you were put there to do. And friend, you and I, the Bible is very clear, we're to be watching for His return. We're to be vigilant for, for, for his return. I must keep focus. I'm not going to stand here, and, and, and you know this, and, and I mentioned it this morning in the message, and tell you that you're never going to get weary. You will. But you'll never get distracted. Well, you got that second watch, and your eyes begin to get heavy. And your body begins to tell you, It'll be okay if you just close your eyes for a minute. It'll be all right if you just take your focus off. Friend, if you do that, before you know it, you could have missed 
You could have shirked your responsibility. You could have been found unfaithful. It takes focus to remind yourself, sun is coming up. Morning is coming. The master could return during my watch. Friend, this evening as the Emmanuel Baptist Church, we've had the promise in the days of Scripture to, be, to, to the command to be watching because of the promise of Christ's return. And in our generation, in our time now, we still should be watching for Christ's return, which means we should be faithful. And I don't, I don't know how you're approaching this, but this is how I, I approach this. God has me here now. It's my watch. And you get into that second watch, and again, that third watch, it's my responsibility. This is what God has brought to me. This is where God has placed me. And as a church, we are here assembled together during this time. It is our watch to be faithful, to be true to this book, to not quit, to not give up, to finish. And if the Lord were to blow that trumpet tomorrow, you and I would be serving Him faithfully to be raptured in the air with Him. Or if He were to call us home in the next 24 hours, go being faithful. you got to have your focus on that. Focus. It's my watch. I don't want the thief to come in on my watch. I don't want to shirk my responsibility on my watch. We need more than first watch Christians. Christians who are willing to go the extra mile. Christians who are willing to endure a little more. Christians who are willing to just be faithful. Faithful to the very end. The further you get into your Christian life, and many of you could testify to this, the more testing is going to come. The more temptation is going to come. It, the older I get, and I in no way am an old man, I'm just a high mileage, 47 years of age. But the longer I live and the longer I'm in the ministry, I already had great respect for those faithful men of God who for half a century preached the gospel. It's a heavy burden. I understand, I don't justify, but I understand why if you do this in the flesh, you're going to put it down. If the same is true of your pastor, I, I would just believe that the same would be true with you. But if you drop your guard, you continue to serve him in the, in the flesh and not the spirit, you're a lot more likely in that second watch to stop watching. Never get to the third watch. That third watch determined to stay faithful until the sun 
peaks up over the horizon. I believe he's close. I believe the time of his return is at hand. It's not the time to turn back. And the closer it gets to Christ's return, the more difficult the day is going to be. But the more effect I believe the preaching of the gospel will have. It is going to be a difficult time. But as that sun peaks up, I want to be found faithful. I want to still be vigilant. I want to still be watching. And why don't we have the mindset that if everybody else falls by the wayside, we are going to continue to watch. My challenge tonight is this. If you're a first watch Christian, determined to be a second watch. You're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to endure some trials. You're going to have to tell your flesh no. You're going to have to tap into some strength that you didn't know was available to you. If you're a first watch Christian, be willing to go and be that second watch Christian. Be faithful. If you're a second watch Christian tonight, let's be faithful into that third watch, watching for the Lord to return. My challenge tonight is I look around and I see well, third watch Christians, you've been serving the Lord for a long time. Determine that you're going to be faithful until that trumpet sounds or it calls you home. I don't think there can be a greater goal to set with the life that God has given us. To be faithful with that life, serving Him in the capacity He's given us. I can think back to, again, to working that third shift. Some of you can relate to this. Some of the things you'll do to keep yourself awake. I've inflicted bodily harm to myself to try and keep awake. I've inflicted bodily harm on others. I recommend that more than the other. Oh, I, there, there are mornings that I got home, but by the grace of God... There are times that I pulled into my driveway and, and opened my eyes like, I have no idea how I got here. There are times, you know, that line in the middle of the road. There are times I, I came to and that line was on the wrong side of the car. But by the grace of God, the things we do, just trying, I just got to, I got to keep going. I got to keep moving. I got to keep doing. I've got got to make it. The sun's sun's going to come up. And when you saw that sun starting to peak up, you knew you were almost there. You knew you had almost made it. Let's be faithful. We need more than just be a first watch Christian. Let's endure. Father,